Hi, everyone. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. Whoa, she's Casey. doing her own sound effects now. Wow, I love this. <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 I couldn't help it. I have a really exciting guest on the show. Uh, have you ever heard of Becky Altringer? The PI? Yes, from Aerial Investigations. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so Becky uh, is famous because she is a private investigator that kind of got excited about at one point in time, researching all the evidence and witness testimony about Marilyn Monroe's death. And she came to a really shocking conclusion that she herself believed Marilyn Monroe was murdered. And she actually found this amazing box at UCLA, uh, UCLA library, which is like super special. It's, it's, it's essentially called Box 39, and it's really famous. It's locked till 2039, and Whoa. everybody wants to know the contents of it, okay? Yeah. And, and there's other boxes, too, but I don't know about that. We need to ask Becky. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So here's what I would like you to do. Could you give me a uh, Marilyn Monroe sound effect as we bring in Becky into the pod? Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Hey, Becky. Hi. How are you? you? All right. So please help me say your name properly because I get everyone's. It's like an ongoing gag on the show that I get everyone's name slightly off. It's kind of a thing I do. So just please tell me the way your first and last name is said properly. So I have it right for the rest of the show. It's uh, Becky Altringer. And don't worry, people get it wrong all the time. You're so sweet. And you are uh, a PI to this day uh, yes. with, with a company called Aerial Investigations, right? Correct. Yes. That's so cool to be a PI. <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. So my dad is actually a PI as well now. After he retired really? from the police force, yeah, he became he got his PI license in Northern California. That's great. It, you know what? 99% of the private investigators are retired police officers. Right. Uh, I'm not one of them, but mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people that I knew are, I, sh- I should say that I know are retired police officers. Right. So, um, and, I, and I'll tell you something I've always heard, and I've worked with, you know, PIs who were police officers before, and I've heard them say that it's difficult to go from, being a police officer to be in a private investigator because the laws are different. Yeah. You can't just go to the door with the gun. You've got to work your way around <laughs> it a different way. <laughs> yeah. You got to be, have a little more tact. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm sure he'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
It sounds like it's such a cool job. Like people, you know, call you and are like, find this, like, what kind of cases do you do over the last 20 years of doing this? Or how, how long have you been doing this? Uh, 25 years now. Yeah. So 25 and years. How, how, yes. What kind of cases have you had? Oh, wow. Um, I've had terrorist case, a murder, kidnapping, a lot of workers comp cases. That's kind of what was my bread and butter, you know, mm-hmm. um, I worked in, I don't know. <laughs> I worked with Randy Quaid. I don't know. You know, the whole thing that went on with him. No, tell me. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait. She's, by the way, you guys, she's working for me on my deadbeat father. <laughs> no, my, actually not my deadbeat father, my son's deadbeat father, excuse me. Randy, well, first of all, I just want to back up and tell you that, I don't know if you know this, but I did a documentary called This Film Is Not Yet Rated, and yeah. it's about the rating system, uh, you know, the way they rate our movies. Right. After I did that documentary in that case, I got the weirdest phone call from Evie Quaid, you know, saying that somebody was out to kill him and she was just going on and on and on and on. And so I met with them and I was shocked because Randy Quaid opened the door and here's this big tall guy in this wrinkled old t-shirt and this beard that was not put together correctly, if you want to put it. (laughs) And so I worked for them for several weeks and then they ended up living with me uh, for three days. And I determined after all of it that nobody was after them. No one was going to hurt them. No one did anything that they claimed. It was all uh, Evie Quaid. It was her. She's nuttier than a fruitcake. Oh, wow. And I've said this over and over. And honestly, I thought for sure she was going to hurt Randy. Because I know she's made threats towards his family. And it got to a point where I took all their things. I put them out at the front door. And I said, I quit and get the fuck out of my my yard. And that's how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, so Randy, this I mean, this guy, Randy Quaid and his wife, Evie. Is it Evie Quaid? This girl yeah, that Evie. is great. Evie. Yeah, it's Evie Quaid. Yes. So she's their producers, like, or something. Well, yeah, but see, what happened was Randy was doing a Broadway play, Lone Star, Lone Star Love, or something like that. I can't recall. He was uh, fired because of Evie. And, you know, I've worked cases, I I have really strained cases sometimes. And Randy Quaid, Randy and Evie were like the top. It was like, I never met two people that. Well, let me rephrase that. I've never known a person so crazy as Evie Quaid. And it was funny because Randy was staying with us and he was all sitting outside, writing his book, smoking his cigar, drinking his beer. Nice man. Had had really good conversations with him. Um, and then when I kicked him out and they took off, that's when everything happened. You know, I told everyone where they were. It just... I was trying to help Randy. Well, in the process, he he ends up being just as nutty as she is. So, yeah, it looks like it. I see them. They're like in the sun, and like there's like a bunch of like people covering how 
keep getting like arrested. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you had this person staying at your house for three days. <laughs> I did. And it's funny because my neighbors are like, why is Randy Quaid staying at your house? I said, uh, long story, but it was because she was convinced someone was trying to murder them. So I kept trying to find them places to stay. And I maybe they were that, just homeless. <laughs> well, you know what? They were. Everything that they say is an absolute lie. Um, wow. You know, I'm writing a book and they're actually going to be the biggest chapter, maybe. <laughs> I love I'm it. Sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I've worked cases and, and I worked on a case that involves Stan Lee and um, Peter Paul and I actually became really good friends with Peter and I investigated my, I did my own investigation into all the claims against him. It's really sad because the guy was set up. Um, Wait, who is this now? So I, just so I can, is, I'm gonna... this is Peter F. Paul. You have to get that F in there to find out who he is. Okay. And this was related to Stan Lee. Yes. What happened? This has to do with um, Hillary Clinton, Bill and Hillary Clinton. Uh, am I allowed to say she's a bitch? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, why not? So, so, so wait, Peter, Peter F. Paul and, uh-huh. and Stan Lee, was there like a battle between them or something? No, or? no, actually it was Peter who saved Stan from his contract with Marvel. And then Peter and Stan uh, started a company called Stan Lee Entertainment. Or Stanley Studios, actually. And so they created their own, you know, intellectual property thing. They were doing movies. It was booming. It was great. Well, then Peter went and did a gala for Hillary Clinton when she was running for president the first time. And later on, they found out and she already knew. So she knew Peter Paul had a criminal background. Okay, that's a whole nother story. He's also in my book, which would be even bigger. But he, he, when the media and everyone found out, this was after the, the gala and he made all this money for her, right? He never, uh, was, uh, there's a different wording for claiming it. I'm sorry, I can't think of the exact term. And, but she, you're supposed to claim that, you know, you're supposed to put it in your paper that you received all these donations. Yeah. Right. Well, somebody brought found out that Peter had been in prison. That's a we'd be here for hours talking about Peter. But anyway, so she pretended she didn't know who Peter was, which is stupid. It's like he just did this huge gala for you. Got you got all kinds of money. You know, you you had some of the best entertainment there is in the world. And she says, Peter, who there's actually a video he did where she keeps going, Peter, who Peter, who? <laughs> if you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe. If you aren't liking anything, well, please go comment your concerns on Brandy Glanville's podcast. <laughs>